Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie. And tonight I have a very special guest that I have been so excited to get on here, actor Shane Terry. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I've been like, I'm nervous. It's so funny. You be. I'm the one that's nervous. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> this is like my third uh, podcast interview ever. So, you know, you're, you're the professional. I'm lucky number three. <laughs> So yeah, it's like my cheeks are all flushed. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like so nervous. <laughs> no problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you either. It'll be fun. Well, thank you very much. Um, so I ended up, so I had already seen Bloody Ballet, but I had to watch it again because what I noticed is when I watched it a second time, I picked up on more things that I didn't catch the first time. Yeah, that, and that, that's one of the great things about this film is it, it makes you want to rewatch it so that you can catch the little things that you didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. So I watched that one, and then I also watched um, Bombshell Bloodbath. Yes, that's uh, I, I, I love Bombshell Bloodbath. That, that, that will always hold a, a special place in my heart for being my, my, my first monster on screen. Um, oh. well, well, at least of that caliber anyways, at least with full prosthetic. Um, okay. Donald, Donald Gray, the zombie, was very fun to play. That was cool. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people might not know, but those were both directed by Brett Mullen, right? Yes, yes. Both of them were directed by Brett. That's so cool. Um, so let's start, let's go ahead and start with a bleh, bombshell bloodbath. So right. I do have a question for you. So in that one, you know, you played Donald Gray, the zombie. Yes. Um, did you also play another character? Yes, I did. Um, I played the role of Officer Stevens, okay. um, the kind of <laughs> lighthearted uh, comic relief, uh, uh, dumb bumpkin kind of cop. I know. I felt bad for you. I was like, oh, oh, that's him. And then yeah. I'm not going to give away the scene, but I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that, that final scene, um, you know, well, uh, that, I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit. Um, Officer Stevens doesn't do very very well in the film, and uh, when he gets shot, like that whole like me throwing my hands up, looking at the gun and everything, like I figured that out real quick. I was like, Brett, this is what I'm gonna do. And, like we got it in one take, and you know, it played out beautifully. Oh, cool. Okay, so you came up with that how you wanted yeah. to react and stuff. Yeah. Like, like I knew it was gonna be in slow motion. I was like, look, I'm gonna throw my hands up. I'm gonna look at the gun, look back, lose the gun, and then you know, take take the shot. So yeah, that, that that was all one take. It, it it played out awesome. Damn, good job. Yeah, that was Thanks. super cool. I felt bad for you. I was like, oh man, he's like yeah. clearly surrendering. Just let him go. <laughs> yeah, like, oh crap, you know, I don't want to be a threat. Let's lose the gun. But uh, <laughs> it, it it didn't work. Poor no. poor poor yes. Steven. Poor him. Um. So when I was looking at IMDb, though, is it credited that you're the cop? Um, I think I've, uh, I think I've put it up there, but it hasn't actually gone through with IMDb. I've even talked with Brett about it. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I need, I need to work on that, but you know, between the two, I'm fine if it just says Donald Gray, um, mm -hmm. because he was, he was the bigger and the more fun of the two characters to play. But yeah, on, I do want to get that ironed out on IMDb to where it says both roles. 
Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's just confusion in the way that, you know, you have to submit it and edit, you know, when you put it in and, you know, you've got to word it right or just put it in the right category or something like that. So mm -hmm. um, I, um, now that you've mentioned it, it put, put it in the back of my brain to, <laughs> you know, go check it out and see what I can't do to iron it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was shot. Let's see. So bombshell, Blub, it says it was 2014, right? Yes. Yes. Well, I think, I think it came out in, uh, in 2014. I think we started shooting it about 2012. Oh, um, 2012, wow. 13, I believe. Dang. Okay. And was that the first film that you worked on with him or did you work prior to that? Um, that was the first film I worked directly with Brett on. Um, I think he had, uh, and like I, I've known Brett for so many years, it's kind of hard to keep track of the order of things, but, um, mm -hmm. I know I auditioned for a project that he was associated with once. Um, you know, I didn't get a role in that film, um, but, you know, you know, we've just kind of passive crossed here and there. And eventually when he came down to do Bombshell Bloodbath, which was his first feature, um, because we already had a working relationship, he definitely wanted me associated along with that. Nice. So, um, yeah. Um, but okay. yeah, it's, it, it's been a wild ride and it's been, a, it's been a great working relationship and friendship ever since. Oh, good. Yeah, because you're kind of like a staple now in his movies. Yeah, yeah, and and I love it. Um, you know, and the the thing with me, it, like even as an actor, a good friend of mine, Bill Mulligan, said from the beginning, like I'm a tall, slender, bald guy. You know, you can put me in a wig, you can do various makeups, this, that, and the other. I'm very versatile as an actor, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially you saw me as Donald Gray with the prosthetic. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it kind of works out to my advantage. So um, Brett one time jokingly said, he was like, I want you to be the monster in every film I do. Oh shit, so, that's cool. You know, so yeah, I do have, uh, I've got Donald Gray under my belt and I've got the killer in Bloody Ballet. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, we are doing a new film, um, Killer Babes in the Frightening Film Fiasco, which I'm not the monster in that. So, oh, you know, okay. <laughs> I, I don't have the record, but I do have a role in it. I do, I do have a fun role in, in the film. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's so exciting. I know. So um, when we had talked to uh, Brett Mullen before, he was talking about Killer Babes, and that's got like a really good cast in it too. So that should be fun. Yeah, it's got a all-star horror female lineup. Um, Linnea Quigley, um, Debbie Roshan, that was in Bloody Ballet. She's coming back. Um, okay. Tiffany Shepis, Lisa Wilcox from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5 is in it. Um, Jenna Cannell from Terrifier. Mm -hmm. uh, Trista Robinson from, um, uh, gracious, I can't think, um, Purgatory Road, I think was her film. Okay. Um, you know, all-star stellar female cast. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We shot a few scenes about two months ago um, and got those done. I think Brett said we shot about 30 pages and we've got about 50 more to go. And I believe uh, dates have changed a little bit, but I think we're uh, resuming filming in May. Oh, cool. Okay. So soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and that, that, that's when all the icons are going to get together. Uh, Linnea Quigley and everybody is going to, are going to be on set. It's, it's going to be a wild ride. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, um, man. I, I have to have to look through my script and see who I'm lucky enough <laughs> to have scenes with here and there, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's going to be an awesome film. I, I really think the fans are going to dig this, this film. 
Awesome. Oh, hell. Well, the, um, the poster for it is badass looking. It kind of has like yeah. that 80s retro feel. Yeah, yeah. Brent loves uh, kind of the um, a little bit of the, the 80s feel. Um, his films, he likes to set it so that you don't really know what time period it's set in. You know, it could be the 80s. It could be the 70s. It could be today. You, you, you never know. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, the poster for that was done by uh, uh, an artist called Matthew Therian or excuse me, named Matthew Therian. Um, he's done some very excellent artwork for us. Um, but yeah, you should check out more of his work. Um, oh, yeah. He did that um, He did that one, and he also did another um, cover for us, or another poster for us uh, for Bloody Ballet. If you see the one, um, it's like a hand-drawn with just the, the white mask um, with a hand-holding knife. Um, that, that was another one um, that he did for us. Okay. Was that, um, so was that when it was called Phantasma? Was that with that poster? Was no, that was um, after. So Phantasma, um, th th this image and um, the other image for Bombshell Bloodbath, those were both done by Graham Humphreys. Um, Graham Humphreys is, uh, he's famous for doing um, like the Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead. Um, he did Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, the animated with uh, Nancy's laying in the bed and mm -hmm. it's got the of um that was graham humphreys oh so he did these two posters um which was originally when it was called phantasma um mm -hmm. but and after it changed to bloody ballet um brett had met matthew therian at a convention and he got him to do um i'd have to turn the camera but uh bloody <laughs> ballet it's a uh, you know a, an image of me in the white mask and you know mm -hmm. uh, hand holding a knife with the ballerina um, if you've seen it, or if you ever see that image, that was Matthew Theory as well. And okay. he you know, also did the the poster that you've seen for Killer Babes and Frightening Film Fiasco. So Nice. I'll have to look that one up because I think the one that's on Amazon is, I don't think it has the mask in it. I think it's just her, right? In like a ballet, like a ballerina costume. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the, um, like, like the DVD cover, um, it's kind of the girl in silhouette from the side. Yes. It's a ballerina. Um, that that artist was associated with the distribution company. We don't even know who that was. Um, um, it, it, like the distribution company, like if you look at their titles on, um, that they put out, it looks like they have an artist that does um, kind of the same thing for everything that they release. Um, so that, that, that was like, yeah, we don't know who did the cover of the DVD, but um, Matthew did this poster and uh, um, Graham Humphreys did the original Phantasma poster. Cool. Okay. So what's on, what's on like the, I guess it'd be my rights. Uh, that this way. Yeah. That's, Bell, that's Belladonna. Um, Belladonna is a short film that Brett um, did a couple of years ago. Um, I didn't act in that one, but I worked as a grip on the film. Um, Brett was, uh, he was just kind of bored one weekend and he hit up our buddy, Bill Mulligan. He was like, I want to shoot something. I'm bored. You know, let's do a short film. You got any scripts? And Bill is an amazing writer. And so, uh, you know, he fired off a couple of scripts and Brett's like, yeah, let's do this one. And so like we all got together one weekend um, and put together um, I, I, without spoiling too much. Uh, it's, uh, the, the easiest way to say it's a, it's a it's like a, a modern day Medusa film. Oh, Okay. But yeah, so, um, and it was because of Belladonna, Brett had really, um, 
So Brett had submitted that to a bunch of film festivals, you know, around the world or whatever. Well, it got picked up by one in Italy called the Optic Theater Film Festival. And they contacted Brett. They're like, hey, you know, we'd like to buy one of your films. And he's like, well, Phantasma's already sold, unless you're talking Bombshell Bloodbath. And they're like, yeah, that's the one we're talking about. So he ended up talking to this Italian company. Um, it was a brand new startup horror distributor called Tetro Video. And they bought Bombshell Bloodbath and released it as Dead Inferno in Italy. Oh, okay. So yeah, so um, in, in the Italy and UK, it's, it's known as Dead Inferno. And it came out last year originally. And it was the first title on their brand new you know, distribution company. You know, it was number one, and it ended up selling out. Damn. Uh, well, you know, after about three or four titles, they decided to switch formats and did what they were called, they called a book box, which is a, a bigger, larger, like art kind of print. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, uh, almost 20 films in, they decided, hey, you know, here it is a year later, let's take those original first three or four titles and release them in a book box. So right now, Tetro Video has released, it's a, it's a limited edition, um, it's it well limited edition book box, but it's limited to only a hundred copies. Damn. And um, you know, once it's a collector's edition, one once it's sold, it's sold out. Mm-hmm. Like you'll never get it again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an excellent collector's edition. So you know, I can say personally, I've bought at least ten copies. I was going to ask so, you, do you have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got I've got uh, an order of six on the way right now, and then you know, I had to save up a few bucks and order some more. Um, but you know, I placed that order and waiting on them to come in. So I bought at least 10. So if you or any any of your fans want some, you better hurry up and go get them before, you know, they're gone forever. Before you buy them all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm buying as many as possible, but you know, I'm also buying them up. Um, Brett and I are going to the New Jersey horror convention at the end of March. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking them to sell as merchandise and you know, that way put it right in the fans hands and be like, Hey, here's your chance to have this limited edition copy. And, and guess what? I'm going to autograph it for you because you oh, can't yeah. get that. You can't get that if you buy it from Tetro. Nope. You know, so, and both me and Brett will be standing there and both of us can autograph the DVD for you. That's a so, really good idea. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm buying as many as I can. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to hold on to a couple for a few years to, you know, hopefully oh, yeah. jack that price up and, you know, get them a little, a little more rare exactly yep hell yeah that's really cool um so uh bombshell bloodbath came first and then well actually i do i do want to actually i wanted to ask you on there so we were talking earlier how you really like practical effects which I, i do too i just i love practical effects so how i guess how was it getting all of that applied on you and like how long did it take and Honestly, for me, it was a dream come true because, you know, like I said, you know, when I was growing up, like makeup and practical effects, things like that fascinated me, you know, you know, you know like when I would see like what it took to make Frankenstein's monster or, or this and that and the other. And, and just imagine what it's like for all those actors being under an appliance. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I went to get life cast and have my appliance built, I was, I mean, like I said, I was just like, you know, this, was, this was a crowning moment in my career. Like, like I've waited my entire life for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was, it was fascinating to me. Um, Joe Harp effects, our effects team is by far superb. They are incredible. 
love working with Joe Harp and, and Matt Patterson. Um, like they, they do all of our films and, you know, all, basically most of the people, local indie filmmakers in North Carolina work with Joe Harp. Um, to Jason Buterin, use Joe, Joe Harp on Kill Giggles. We use them for Bombshell Bloodbath. Um, but yeah, love working with the guy. And it took about, it depended on what we were doing. Um, for my first scene as Donald, where I come up and you can see my face and my mm -hmm. hands and everything, the entire paint job took, you know, application of paint job took about an hour and a half for that. Wow. But on some of the other scenes where it was just a close up of my face, it took about an hour. Okay. Um, but uh, we were lucky enough the last day of shooting with me as Donald, um, it was the scene where I'm being dug up in the grave. Mm -hmm. um, we were just about to start my makeup and, uh, you know, me and, and, you know, the makeup team were talking about, man, it would be great if we could get this on film. And then a minute later, Brett comes walking in the door and sits down. He's like, I'm bored. I'm like, oh, you're bored. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I got something for you. You know, how's this? You know, you want to film this? And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, well, stop or, you know, time lapse would be better, but, you know, just film it. You know, and he's like, I got everything for time lapse. Hold on. And he runs off and <laughs> sets it up. So, like you, you can look on, uh, I think it's on YouTube. If not, on, I think it's on Vimeo, but it's, you know, mm -hmm. the whole time lapse um, application process of me being turned into Donald. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to have to check that out because I like watching that too, where you get to see like how all the steps it takes to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, we filmed that time lapse. I think, I think that was a little over an hour, maybe an hour and a half for, for that application. And uh, I think it shot a frame every three seconds. And after the hour, hour and a half, I think they said it was almost 1,100 photographs. Damn. Yeah, so is that how you do time lapse? You just take photos? Yeah, um, just set up the camera on a, uh, on a tripod and, you know, just set the, set the timer to release the shutter once every three seconds. Oh, okay. I never knew that. And yeah, and then when you compile it together, that's what that, that's why it, it speeds so fast, you know, because you're compressing an hour and a half down into like say an hour, like let, let's say if an hour's worth of shoot, shooting took a thousand frames, mm -hmm. well, if you cut that up into thirds, you're only going to get what 333 frames by the time you're done with it, and then that's what you're reviewing. So, oh, okay. See, I always thought that like time lapse was they just they turn it on and they're filming the entire thing and then they just speed it up. I didn't know it was no, actually no. photos. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I, I think you might could do it your way, but um, you know, I'd like, yeah, the, the, the easiest way is, uh, you know, just w one frame every so often. You just set a timer on how long you want the, uh, the, the frame rate to be. Shit, okay, that's badass, that's cool. I never, see, you learn something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I know how to do time-lapse. <laughs> There you go. So, you go home. <laughs> um, so I noticed too with uh, in so it almost seems like you all stick together and you all work in the same films. Like once once you're working together, you stick together. Because um, what what's his name? Rob Springer. He was yeah, Rob. And he was in Bloody Ballet. Is he yep. in Killer Babes? Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, I can't remember. Um. Most of the main cast is, uh, you know, it's a couple of young kids. Um, it basically like, like some teenagers and, um, Jenna Cannell plays like one of their teachers. And then, um, 
it's it's a crazy script. Um, Linnea Quigley and Debbie Roshan and them are witches, and uh, so. But no, um, as far as I can remember, I don't think Rob's in this one, but I could be wrong. Um, like I said, I've, I've barely paid attention to the script myself. Uh, <laughs> I care. Yeah. Uh, shame on shame on me. Yeah, what the uh, hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing character design and character development. Um, that's that, that's my favorite thing about, you know, doing, especially the indie stuff, but, you know, for doing these roles, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, for the role of Kinky Dinky for Jason Buterin and, and uh, Kill Giggles. Mm -hmm. um, I, I knew that Joe Harp and Joe Harp Effects could put together an incredible clown, but I was like, oh, no, wait, I got, you know, you, you've given me a very interesting character. I want to develop it myself. So, you know, I, I had custom clown shoes made. I had custom oh. suspenders, made. like the, the, the wig and the makeup. Like I designed the makeup uh, Joe Harp applied it, but I designed the makeup. Like I designed everything except for his pants in that movie. Um, same thing with, uh, um, the character I'm doing now for killer babes. Um, you know, like, uh, he's kind of like a, a punk rocker, kind of like in, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Cool. So okay. you remember Linnea, Linnea Quigley and her group of friends is like yeah. a punker kind of like that. So like I'm doing my own, like, you know, battle jacket of stuff that I've literally been collecting for, you know, 25 years, you know, I'm a metalhead punk rocker as it is. So That's like, awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> this, this is not much of a stretch, um, but yeah, so I've been, uh, I've been doing some some wardrobe development. And uh, I just talked to uh, um, an artist um, that makes some really cool, awesome, like uh, rock clothes and stuff like that. So um, I got a, a custom pair of uh, pants coming in the mail. Dang, that's cool you're allowed to do that, that you can develop it how you want it or how you feel would let you portray that character better. Yeah, and, and that's the thing I love about doing the indie stuff. And you know, with my indie family here in North Carolina, um, you know, you know, like, like, like you said, like we're such a, it's indie filmmaking is such a tight knit little group. Like, you know, we all work with each other and, you know, like we just a spinning little cyclone and we just like, like, okay, I'm over here today and I'm over here today. And mm -hmm. you know, we're all like, we're all helping out on each other's projects. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 it's fun to be able to create so many wonderful projects with so many different people. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I got off on a tangent and forgot where. Uh, no, you're yeah. totally allowed to this. We can, yeah, yeah. we can go that far over if we need to. Um, what yeah, I thought no, was no cool. What? I said, yeah, no worries. No worries. Yeah. Nope. If you got a tangent, go for it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I thought was cool. Cause I was telling you earlier too, is I didn't know Jason Buterin was in bombshell bloodbath. So it was cool yeah. to see. I was like, Oh, holy shit. That's him. And then you're in kill giggles. And then like I was telling you earlier too, is our friend Jared Kearney did his okay. photography and I was like, whoa, it's, it's serious. It's really a small world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with Jared. Um, I, I know the name just from, you know, associated with friends and whatnot. I haven't met him personally, but I know who you're talking about. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I think I, what we were saying before is, um, you know, about me being allowed to do like the wardrobe and, you know, that's the good mm -hmm. thing about Indy is like, you know, you can have a little bit more control. Like I'm sure it would be a lot different if I was in a studio, you know, they've got people, you know, associated with like, no, you're going to wear this. And I, you know, I'm totally fine with that. You know, if mm -hmm. Brett or Jason has something there to say, you know, you, you, you have to wear this or you have to look like this. I'm fine with it. But mm -hmm. I like having 
able to have a little bit of creative control as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've approached Brett with ideas and be like, I want to do this. And he's like, well, not quite. Um, mm -hmm. You know, originally for the role that I'm doing, I wanted to be clean shaven. And Brett's like, no, I like the beard. And I was like, well, I want to dye it because I want to look younger. He's like, no, I like the gray. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, I'm growing out the beard for, for the movie. Like I can't shave the beard until like the middle of middle of May until we're, we're done shooting. Oh, so dang. What, whatever length I get between now and, uh, and May when we shoot is what my beard's going to look like in the film. Wow. Okay. That's super so, yeah. cool. Oh, wow. I I started growing the beard like December 1st, basically. So mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I'll have like five months to wh wh whatever, whatever appears will be that, 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 that's what my character is going to look like in the film. So how, well then how you said that you guys already shot some scenes. Yeah. Are you supposed, so are you going to look, well, obviously you're going to look different in those scenes than you do in May. Well, the, the, the scenes that we shot uh, previously, like I wasn't in any of those scenes per se, um, like I showed up, um, just to help out on set just cause, you know, I love working with, uh, Brett and Matt Moore and the whole gang. And a matter of fact, uh, Jason Buterin and his son came out and they were background extras in, uh, the scene. It was, a um, a kid's birthday party at a roller rink. Oh, okay. So, oh, and it, well, it was, it was, it was, it was a kid's birthday party at a roller rink on Halloween. So everybody's in costume. So Jason, I remember Jason Buterin came out with his son, uh, Jack. Mm -hmm. um, they were there. Um, and matter of fact, like Brett put me in as a background extra roller skating in the background too. Like <laughs> I, I literally, like I showed up just to help out on set to do grip work. Cause you know, like the, that's also another side project, side job of mine is working as a grip. Oh. And so I showed up to be a grip and I literally walked in the door. I saw Brett and he was like, Hey buddy, how you doing? Can you skate? Go get you a suit. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what? Uh, okay. Sure. So, uh, so yeah. So I went and I put on, um, I put on this red, uh, like, like, uh, like a red coat. Yeah. Like, like, you mm -hmm. know, um, like from the revolutionary war, I had like the red coat, uh, outfit on. So, like I'll be <laughs> skating out there. And then like later on, they were like, all right, everybody change, you change costumes or whatever. So I went and I put on the blue version of the same uniform. <laughs> So you guys just got to pick whatever you wanted. There's just like a bunch yeah, of yeah. Well, I mean, this um, Joe Harp was there. They were doing makeup and wardrobe, and uh, you know, so Joe he's got a huge collection of, of uh, costumes. Um, so yeah, like he had all that stuff, and you know, like I said, I just went over and I picked up a one because you know I thought it would fit, and I was just like, well, red coat, you, you know, you'll definitely see that on camera. Yeah. You know, <laughs> And then like when they're like, all right, everybody change. I'm like, well, of course I got to wear the blue one now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. But so that was, uh, that was some scenes that they shot with, um, Jenna Cannell from Terrifier and Trista Robinson, um, with their characters and, um, you know, the, the, the younger, um, the younger boys, um, uh, like I said, um, the, the main characters are like, like preteen boy, um, getting bullied by some kids at school. Jenna Cannell plays the, plays the teacher. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so like that was a bunch of the scenes that we were shooting. And, um, when we resume in May, it's going to be all the fun stuff. Like I said, all the, all the major other and, and, uh, and witches and all sorts of craziness going on. Um, awesome. I, I, yeah. Like, like I, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm only scheduled for filming for like four days and I think they're shooting for two weeks and I'm going to see what I can't do to like take the time off of work and just like 
hang, you know, be there on set, helping out, doing what I can every day for two weeks, just to, just to be around that talent and uh, oh, yeah. just help out when I can and then be a part of the craziness. Yeah. They might even pull you in for another scene, you know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Go get a costume on. Uh, but, but, well, well, I do know that in those four days is, uh, is my death scene. So I'm looking forward to that. Ooh, so, yes, yeah, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> Preston dies. You're going to die. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be a really good death, I promise you that. Um, very, it'll, it'll be a very surprising death. It'll yep. be a surprising death. Awesome. Do you know when it's supposed to um, be completed for everybody to see? Um, I think Brett was originally shooting for Halloween of this year. Shit, yeah. Um, for Perfect. So, like I said, we've um, we've got about two weeks of shooting at the beginning of May, and then it should be wrapped by that point, and then it's all post production from there. Which I know Brett, um, what he, what we've already shot a couple of months ago. I guarantee you, he's already got that probably edited together and color graded by now. So, uh, oh, cool. Would assume that that's pretty near finishing, and then you know. Once we get this other stuff in the can, he will, I'm sure, get right to editing it and, mm -hmm. you know, put, you know, film A with film B, put them together and send it off. So hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm fingers crossed that we can have it out by Halloween. That would be super cool. Um, do you know, is it going to be in theaters or is it going to be like um, video on demand? Um, I can't say for certain. I personally don't know. Um, I think Brett has hoped for at least a limited... Uh, limited theatrical release that'd be cool that would just depend on the distributor um and you know you know that's that's all that's all on their end um yeah yeah i, I think he would like a i mean wouldn't we all like a limited theatrical release oh hell yeah um, otherwise i think it would be uh video on demand and hopefully you know some of the streaming platforms um i don't know who i think there has been a couple of companies that have approached Brett about distribution. Um, I don't know who they are, but um, I, I, I don't even know if he's decided on one, but it's nice to know that, that we've had some interest. Oh yeah. People want it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you get, when you get the, the names of Linnea Quigley and Lisa Wilcox amongst others associated, you know, it tends to stir up the tension. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are like the, waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about Brett. Like, I mean, when he sets his mind to something, he knocks it out of the park. Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, I want to get, you know, A, B and C for my film. Like he gets some good talent. Like if you look at the locations, like, you know, it, even for um, bl uh, bloody ballet, like, like, yeah you know, Brett, like he will find the most beautiful, gorgeous locations in the world. And, and, you know, he makes them look even more stunning when he lights them and shoots them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's one of the things I love about working with the guy. Like, like he, he just, he, everything he, everything he puts together, it's just, it, it, it shines bright. It's golden when he's finished. Yeah. It's beautiful. That was one of the main things that stood out on um bloody ballet that theater is freaking beautiful it i yes. mean i just just to even be inside there would be amazing yes um that's the bird theater in richmond um on Cary street in richmond if you ever get the chance to go up there definitely go check it out um okay. we, were, we were very very lucky to to land that place 
Um, but again, like I said, that's, that's Brett for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, he, he made some good connections with, uh, people in the Virginia film commission. And I think what they did is they gave him a list of like, Hey, here's a bunch of businesses, et cetera, around town that are cool with filming. And I think that's how he found that place, um, as well as the pump house. Um, oh no, you'll have to ask him. The what house? The pump the house? Pump, the pump house, um, the place, uh, the finale scene okay. at the end of the Navy. Um, it was an old, uh, it was an old pump house where they would, I guess, pump the water from the James River in Virginia and pump it into the city of Richmond. Um, but you know, it's, it hadn't been used in however many years, but um, it's this cool location. And uh, the funny thing is, is I've got family in Richmond and I can't tell you how many years I've driven down the road right past that thing. And, you know, I always thought it was a cool looking building, but never would have thought that years later I'd be filming inside of it. Mm -hmm. You know, that was just, that was one of the things that Brett, you know, he got that, um, he got the, uh, the original Henrico County um, prison. Um, that That's was, I was going to uh, ask you if that was prison. a prison. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, another thing that um, he got from the Virginia Film Commission. And uh, like I said, like he, he just, he'll go through a list of what he, uh, you know, what they, they offer him and he, he picks some really good ones. Yeah. Those were, yeah, those are perfect. Cause each, each location, I guess, in that film, I was like, that would be so incredible to film there. You know, the prison, you know, obviously the prison, yeah. that was super cool. Was um, a lot of there was a house too, right? Was it kind of like a, older looking house and yeah that was a uh, it's like a historic home in Ashboro, north carolina um it was the setting for debbie roshan's um her or psychiatric um, practice mm -hmm. uh, that and her home you know later when you see her upstairs in bed and then my lair as we called it with me downstairs when i was putting on the makeup or mm -hmm. you know the girls that layer that was downstairs in their basement. Um, but that house, um, I think Brett had originally found that he was, uh, if I remember correctly, I think he shot a wedding there or oh. whatever and, and talked to him. And it was like, Hey, I love your, I love your house. Can I do this? And they're like, yeah, you know, you're not the first person who's ever asked that. So he established a relationship with them and, you know, we shot and, uh, shot those scenes at their house. But, uh, yeah, that was in Ashburn, North Carolina. Okay. But so I somebody actually lives there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, a woman and her husband. Um, I think they might be lawyers or something like that, but you know, they own the house and you know, people will, you know, pay to have weddings there or, or do photo shoots or whatever. So. Dang. Well, it's beautiful. Definitely beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to see the rest of what Brett gets for us and, uh, for, uh, the next couple of scenes in killer babes. Yeah. Oh man. Do you think you guys will show like behind the scenes and stuff or like, will you be able to show your character or is he going to keep it secret for until it's um, what, for, for killer babes? Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, I don't think, um, there's nothing special about my character. Like, like I said, I'm just like kind of a punk rocker. So, um, you know, like once I get the wardrobe put together or whatever, what, it, you know, I mean, it's, free for the public to see, <laughs> you know, like, I think, the, I think the only makeup and wardrobe that we're going to like kind of try to hide is like, you know, the, the special reveals and, and mm -hmm. things like, that. um, like, I, like I said, I don't, I, I know kind of what's going on, but I don't know what Joe Harp effects has installed, you know, in store. 
I know what they're capable of. So I'm, I'm excited for whatever they're going to put together. Oh man, that'll be so fun. Um, so it's like so hard not to spoil stuff. So I'm, I mean, I won't, but with bloody ballet, man, some of those kills in that film, holy sh they like make you cringe. You're like, Oh my gosh. And, and it's like, I'll watch it too. Like the way it's done and just like the stuff. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't yeah, say what it fun. is. But. Well, I mean, I like, well, like I said earlier, you know, the films film's been out for a year, you know, like, we can talk about a little bit. I mean, I obviously kill people in the movie, um, yeah. but yeah, like you my, <laughs> my favorite one was, uh, it was our first kill that we shot. Um, it was actually the first scenes that we shot was when I killed Janice in the car. That and, was, uh, yeah. when, when, when I cut her eyeball out and, uh, you know, they, they, Joe Harp had made a, a, a head that looked like our actress, Tatiana. And, uh, I'll never forget it when like, you know, I'm, I'm going for the eye and everything. And, and you just hear Brett and everybody off camera. They're like, go for it. Like, get it. <laughs> you know, I was kind of being a little bit gentle and finally I was just like, all right. And, you know, and you see, you see like the eye pop out and roll out. And like, oh yeah, it was so gross. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, that was, that was my favorite. Um, mm -hmm. but we did have a bunch of awesome kills. Yeah, there were. And then the one scene that you're talking about that we definitely cannot spoil, though, um, the end-ish scene. Yeah, the, the, what, that was, I said, what we call the reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and like the greatest thing about that was like I wasn't even supposed to be there. Like Brett had come. He was like, OK, um, I need the mask and the dress. We're going to we're going to shoot the finale. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, he never once asked me if I would do it or if I was available to do it. And so like we met up on a Friday and he picked it up and like I sent it off to Greensboro and mm -hmm. like, damn, I feel kind of upset that they didn't ask me to do it. So I was like, screw it. I got the day off. I was like, I'm going to go watch anyways. Cause like <laughs> these guys love me and it's not like they're going to say no. Right. Yeah. So I, I go and I walk in the door and they're like, yay, Shane's here. We could use your help. You want to, you want to, you know, do the reveal. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> like, so, so yeah, it was, it was actually going to be, uh, um, actually I think Joe Harp was going to do it himself, but you know, he needed to work on, you know, the blood effect and this and that and the other. And so like, I was just a spare set of hands and it, it just worked out great. But I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, hell yeah, I got to do it. Got like, to do it. <laughs> so yeah. was it all, so the, main part I guess was that you in costume or were you just kind of helping with other other stuff no 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 like no I was uh like I was the killer um yeah that was me in the dress and the mask cool. and and the thing what the thing is is like you know because I also work as a grip and uh you know in the indie world you know you kind of got to do a little bit of everything, but you know, I'll do, I, I work as a grip because I like it. I enjoy it. You know, I've been doing, um, working as a stagehand doing concerts for, you know, the past 10 years. So oh. doing grip work kind of correlates. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like we would actually film scenes with me as the killer and then I would strip off the mask and the dress and then I would go grab a light, move it, you know, go hike it up, gel it, this, that, and the other for the next scene. Sometimes I was in it. Sometimes I wasn't, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll go hike up the light and you go put my outfit back on, do the scene. And, you know, like I, I wasn't required to do that. I wasn't requested to do that, but I did it just cause I was like, I want to do that. That's what I love doing. And especially mm -hmm. if it's helping my friends.
friends and, you know, yeah. add product, okay. you know, like, like I said, I showed up uh, killer babes just to help, you know, those first few scenes that I wasn't a part of. I showed up just to do grip work and help my friends. And uh, Brett's like, all right, you know, go background extra, you know, you're like, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. I'll do that. And then still like even was doing the background extra work and uh, get done with that roller skate. I would help out Matt more, you know, I'd grab this light, that light, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, any, anything I can do to, to help add to the production to, you know, to me, like making films, is just a great way to hang out with all my really cool friends doing some really cool stuff that we all enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so fun too, you know, and it's fun. It's fun being in front of the camera, but it's also fun being behind the scenes and seeing how it's done, getting to, you know, watch it get done, being part of it. It's just cool to watch and to help. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Well, like I was telling you earlier, um, you know, when, when I go out and buy a DVD, like I, I always buy the ones with the behind the scenes, with the bloopers, with the making of, mm-hmm. you know, those features because I really enjoy seeing what it takes to put together a film. Yeah. And you know, not only do I like to watch that, you know, when I'm watching a movie, but I like to do that when I'm making a movie, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, anything I can do, like, like, um, even on bloody ballet, when I wasn't doing anything, I've already moved all the lights. I'm not, you know, we're not filming a scene. I'd be like, Hey, Tony Collins, give me the, the BTS camera. <laughs> You know, so I'd grab the BTS camera and I'd go run around and, you know, just shoot some behind the scenes or whatever. Like, I have no idea what happened to any of that footage or, <laughs> you know, Brett's got it all. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be able to see all that BTS and, you know, the making of and all that stuff soon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I, I like how Jason's been doing that, like just giving you little clips of behind the scenes and like little yeah. interviews. And I think that's super, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the, uh, you know, not only kill giggles, but the, the other feature or, well, I assume it's feature, but the making of, um, kill giggles, um, behind the circus tents mm-hmm. or inside the circus tent, I think is what it's called. Um, but, um, yeah, I think he just did the world premiere of both of them this weekend at, uh, Mysticon. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I don't know if it was the world premiere. I, I think he might've been showing the first 20 minutes or something, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Something big happened at, uh, Mysticon this weekend in the world of Kill Giggles. Um, cool. so Facebook and, uh, you know, see, but okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for Kill Giggles to come out as well. Oh God. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Um, so is it, com- so is it completed then? Yeah. Yeah. It's completed. Um, I think Jason only recently got picture lock and has a complete, um, uh, 100% edit, um, down on the film. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I, I can't remember when I, I think this weekend they might've been just releasing the first 20 minutes or something like that. Um, uh, like a little teaser, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think the uh, the theatrical release is slated for later on this year. Cool. Um, oh, man, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it because, I mean, not only, like, did I play a really cool character for the film, but, you know, um, also I was I was the poster clown for Kill Giggles, you know, since the start. Like, you know, the image of the, the clown putting on the hat, like, that's yeah. me. Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, like, you know, um, the poster, we, we, we shot a promo video of that. Um, we shot like two or three promo videos with me as the clown, with me as the bear or whatever. So like, you know, I've been, 
I've been associated with Kill Giggle since day one. Uh, matter of fact, like once we started doing it and had all these prom promo videos and, and, and photos or whatever, and I was posting them on, on Facebook um, to help promote the film, well, my friends will actually thought that since I was the poster clown that I was Giggles. And yeah. Like no, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm just a clown. There is like a, a, a you know, somebody called G Giggles. I was like, but that's, you know, that was reserved for Vernon Wells. I was like, he gets that honor. Dang. Um, but yeah, oh. it was just funny. How people thought I was Giggles. I was like, no, no, no. Uh, but it was just because I'd been associated with the film and, you mm -hmm. know, it did all the promo videos and did the, you know, I was the poster clown, as it were. The poster clown. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's a full length feature, right? Yes, it's, it's Jason's first feature length film. Um, Jason's done several spectacular uh, short films, mm -hmm. but this is his first uh, feature film. And uh, he thought, you know, I guess what better way than to tackle your fears and, you know, go for the biggest of your life. And in his case, it's clowns. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, well, I mean, I, and I kind of see it like, you know, what's the best way to approach your, okay, I got a fear of clowns. Like, I, I want to see them all dead. Well, let's just make a movie where you kill them all from start to finish. Yep. I can't believe nobody's thought of it first, but you know, uh, like just, just in that alone, Jason's going to knock it out of the park. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a completely different take on it. You know, yeah. in every other film, they're evil clowns and everybody gets killed by them. This is a whole different yeah. approach. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah, like, like I said, you know, J Jason, he's, he's got a, an original view on the trope and because uh, everybody does do the serial killer clowns. Well, no, mm -hmm. nobody's ever sought to kill clowns. Nope. You know, everybody wants to kill the clown, but it doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Well, you know, but here's your chance, kids. You know, <laughs> so hate clowns, watch them kill the clown slaughter and kill giggles. Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because like talking to him, you know, you wouldn't think that that was his fear. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Talking to Jason, or at least looking at him, you wouldn't think you'd be afraid of anything. You'd no. Proof. Yeah. He he does not like clowns. <laughs> uh, but you know, hey, I can I, I can't say I blame him. Like you know, he said like it was the scene, uh, the clown scene in Poltergeist that got him. And oh hell yeah. I, that was creepy. That was creepy as hell too. I ain't gonna lie. So. Yeah. No, that scared me when I was little. Um, I mean, it's still creepy as hell, but when I was little, it yeah. really scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, it scared me too. I mean, you know, Jason, I think he's uh, about the same age as me, you know, a few months older or whatever. And, uh, you know, um, but, you know, it affected him a lot worse than me. Like I said, it, it's still scary, but, you know, it didn't scare me so much to where I hate clowns. Yeah. But, you know, to each his own, you know, nobody's the same. Everybody's different. Um mm -hmm. You know, me personally, I like clowns. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So I, like, like I said, I had a blast putting together the Kinky Dinky character. Um, you, you know, I just like, I got this image, like, you know, so my character, he's a, he's a stripper clown. A so stripper? Like, like a stripper? Like a male stripper clown. <laughs> so, That's yeah. awesome. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to go as far with the character as I had planned. Um, we just ran time um but but i am going to work on that i'm uh, i want to do a series of uh i want to put together a calendar <laughs> that would be awesome so uh, i'm gonna I'm work on that um i gotta wait till i can shave the beard off in may <laughs> before i can uh you know get to work on on that merchandise 
Oh um, my goodness. That's awesome. But yeah, so like, yeah, like never in my life, especially as an indie actor, like never did I think like I'm going to go join a gym and get in shape for a role, mm-hmm. you know? But like, you know, Jason's like, I want you to do this. I'm like, well, shit, you know, this is A, going to be an excellent film. A whole lot of people are going to be watching it. I don't want to look like crap. So, you know, mm-hmm. I went and joined him for four months and, and you know, got in the best shape that I could for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, I had cl- custom clown shoes made. I had custom suspenders made. Um, you know, like I said, I, I bought like, you know, the, the, the wig, the makeup, everything. Like I, I did everything I could to invest into that character. And it was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Which like everybody could have seen like everything I had planned. Um, but like I said, you know, we just kind of ran out of time, but you know, one yeah. of these days, one of these days I'll have that calendar made. So everybody will get to see like, you know, kinky, dinky A to Z. Um, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> but you know, and, and again, for, uh, for this role in, in killer babes, um, again, um, I was like, well, you know, I want my character to look, you know, muscular. So mm-hmm went right back to the gym. Um, unfortunately, like when, when, uh, I did, uh, after we shot that scene in kinky dinky, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take two weeks off of, you know, working out and then I'm gonna get right back to the gym. And then it was six months before I got back to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, I had to force myself. I'm back on the diet. I'm back on the exercise routine. I'm back getting in shape for, um, for killer babes. And, you know, like I said about the beard, you know, whatever shape I can get in between now and May, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it's on film, but you know, I'm doing what I can to look my best. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy wild ride. Like I said, I, I never thought I would be that kind of, that kind of guy, that kind of actor. But you know, when you get the right character, you know, like, okay, well I want him to look like this. I don't want him to look out of shape or yeah, this and that and the other, whether it's, whether it's the wardrobe, whether it's, you know, the body, style or or whatever like i'm you know i'm willing to do what i can to you know put together the character the way i envision it mm-hmm. or the way that you know jason or brett or whoever in, envisions it but you know i, I gotta work with them and say you know hey i want to do this but you know who's gonna who's gonna say no on you know getting you know getting in shape yeah and, yeah you know what i mean nope you're so, not allowed to do that so and it was was a time in my life when I needed it I've always wanted an excuse to go to the gym and get in shape but you know I've been lazy but you know like wow you know I'm gonna do something that's gonna be like on film forever um I don't want to look like crap when I do it yeah yeah that's true I know for years I've been saying yeah I'll start tomorrow Mm, okay I'll start tomorrow okay I'm gonna eat everything I want this week but I will start next week it's like it freaking sucks and I tell you what, it is so hard to get to the gym that first time. But once you go after a couple of days, you want to go back. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. You want to go back. But once you stop going, like it is so hard to get the, get the momentum to, to go back. Like, like you literally, once you join, just stay going every day. Cause once you stop, you're going to hate it. Okay. You're hate it. So like, like I said, like I should be in much better shape right now, but I took six months off. Mm-hmm. And that six months was supposed to be two weeks. Yeah. But it was that I'll go tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow. Like, you know, I'm trying to get in shape right now. And my, my, my job is sending me out of town. Like I went, I went to Virginia for two weeks and you know, by the time I was done working, I was so tired. I didn't want to go to the gym. Yeah. That's like the last thing you want to do, you know? 
Yeah. So, you know, and it's hard, like, you know, it's easy when I'm in town and I can go to the gym every night, but you know, when I'm out of town and not on my home turf, it's like, uh, you know, or working longer hours, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough to want to do it, but you know, Mm got to do what I got to do to, you know, get that end result. Yep. And that's how you like, didn't know it was a stripper uh, clown <laughs> yeah yeah so uh you know like, like i said you know we don't get too far with the stripping um mm. you know it's it's more implied than anything um, <laughs> implied like said, clown stripping <laughs> yeah yeah um um i come out i kind of wiggle around a little bit i never never take off my pants <laughs> but uh it was it was more so because we ran out of time mm. um, yeah, we, we had to move on we had more important scenes and dialogue and stuff to shoot so yeah. Um, but I've, I've talked to Jason. I was like, look, since I didn't get to, you know, show him my whole character or whatever, I was like, I got this idea for some merchandise I want to put together. Was like, you cool with that? And he's like, oh yeah, dude, go. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, I got to wait until I feel finish killer babe so I can shave the beard so I can put the clown makeup back on. Yeah. So, but uh, hopefully between now and then I'll, I'll be in better shape. So, you know, <laughs> then you'll be like, yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, look, look, look good. <laughs> That's, so that's plan anyway that's plan anyway <laughs> just don't take the six months off because then you're never going to want to get back yeah, into no, it <laughs> yeah, no doubt no doubt so oh man um so we're hitting about the end here right um, is there any so well i guess real quick is killer babes is that the last thing currently that you're going to be working on or do you have anything kind of in the future that you know about that you're working on or um yes and no um so i just talked to brett um a couple of days ago and um so yes killer babes is the only thing on my plate at the moment and i don't necessarily have anything lined up but brett hit me up a couple days ago and um basically the conversation was like hey man i'm gonna be on this podcast in a few days and i don't want to tell a lie he was like um i want to ask you if you'll you'll play a role in in this uh film that i got coming up you know, and I was just like, of course, like, like I think he asked me, he's like, you know, we play the monster in this film. And I'm like, of course I'll play the monster. You're in the like, film. yeah. Like, like, honestly, <laughs> Brett doesn't even really need to ask that question, but you know, he just kind of, I guess, does it out of politeness. You yeah. Know, Brett, should, Brett should just say, oh, Shane, by the way, you know, you're doing this on such and such. You exactly. Know? <laughs> you know, all he say. So Brett, like when you listen to this or, you know, whatever, just, just remember that. Just call me. Yeah. Yeah. Just know that you're, you're, you're playing this. Like Shane, I need you on this day. Do I need to bring anything? Yes or no. Um, that's, uh, that's about it. But yeah, so Brett got lined up for another monster role. Um, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about it. So you'll have to ask him about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, he just hit me up a couple of days ago. Um, just to ask me just so he wouldn't be lying when he told people yeah i've got you know shane to do this and this person to do that and blah 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 <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> he's like i don't want to lie so will you please be my monster <laughs> of course i'll be your monster brett like always <laughs> forever that's so cool so you don't know like what kind of monster it's gonna be no nope. no don't know that no don't know kind of monster um he's told me a couple of the talent that he's um seeking which that's interesting um, but, um, man, yeah, I, mean, I want to work with you guys. How fun. I, man, talk to Brett or Jason. I'm sure they would love to have you. You do, do a fabulous job. Um, you know, it would, it would be awesome to work with you. Hell yeah. That would be so cool. I need to get you out here to North Carolina or us out there to you. Yeah. I'm good with either. 
Hell yeah. yeah. I would, it'd be yeah. a dream to work with you guys. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, just, just keep an eye out on, you know, Brett and Jason and their pages and, uh, you know, I know the projects will be popping up again here before too long and just be like, boom, give it to me. Yeah. Please let me have it. Um, <laughs> so, I'll die. Yeah. I don't care. Kill me if you want to. Yeah. Uh, and do uh, Brett, Brett would do it. I guarantee it. I guarantee he'd put you in a film and kill you. That'd be cool. The bloodier, the better. See? Uh, that's right. It's always <laughs> fun. You know, that, that, that's why it's fun to do the horror genre is just to do the blood gags. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think the blood stuff is cool and like all the like nasty stuff. I, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, nobody goes and like, you know, films a chick flick and like takes a hundred pictures on set, but you know, you always do when you do film in a horror film and you're covered in blood, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. You know? and everybody loves it too. They're like, holy shit, look at that. <laughs> that, that that's why there are so many filmmakers in horror is just because it's just a fun genre to do. Mm -hmm. like, you know, oh, I get to do monsters and, and blood and this and that and the other, like great way to spend, spend the weekend. It's like, and horror is never going to die. If anything, oh, it's getting more popular. Yes. Yes. Um, we, but people just need to relax when they, they watch a horror film. You know, everybody wants to, you know, pick them apart too much anymore and, you know, say, Oh, well that didn't scare me or this and that and the other. Well, it's, it's not about the scares anymore. It's, it's, it's about the story or, you know, there's so much more to films, whether you're looking at, a horror movie or, or any kind of movie, a, a comedy. There's so much more to a film than just, you know, essentially what you see at face value. Mm -hmm. um, it, like too many people, uh, the internet is making, they, they're making, internet's making it bad, giving everybody a voice and people think that because they have the voice that everybody needs to hear it. And it's just like, no, you know, I don't need to hear you rip apart this movie because you don't like it. Exactly. Like, can, can you just look at it? The fact that it's a really good movie, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I feel like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fine with hearing criticism on our films, you know. But the the my only comeback is, well, at least you watched it, you know. There you go. I'm not expecting everybody to like every film that I do, or you know, whatever. But you know, I just want people to watch them. Mm -hmm. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. I want people to watch them. You know, maybe you like them, maybe you don't, maybe you love them really like it if you love them but i can't make uh, i can't make that happen yeah um you know i just i just want people to watch them and you know i'm literally on facebook every day and all these different horror groups and you know people ask a question hey what's a good movie to watch on netflix tonight or well not we're not on netflix but you know what's a good movie and i'm like you know plugging my stuff bloody ballet. there you go hell yeah that's how you got to do it you know get it out there like maybe you've heard of it maybe you haven't but maybe like maybe you hear it enough times maybe it'll make you go watch it um, mm -hmm. the other day I, I, you know, I answered that, you know, somebody posted in a group, they're like, Hey, you know, what's a movie to watch? And I said, bloody ballet and, or, you know, responded something about it. And this, this guy came back and he had seen, you know, he said he'd seen pieces of it. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. You know, even if you haven't seen the whole thing, at least you, at least you heard of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Want, want more people to hear about my films and hear about me and then, you know, hopefully I'll get more projects and work and, uh, you know see what the future holds. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, right now it's a fun ride and uh, I'm enjoying it and uh, I want more of it. Hell yeah. And, you know, Brett, Brett and Jason make it a fun ride. So I they're, look forward to them as much as possible. Yeah. They're both super cool. So I bet, I bet it would be awesome to work with them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're both great guys. Oh, that's so cool. Well, even like how you're saying, you know, like crappy, 
I'm not saying that they're crappy movies, but you know, um, how they're not for everybody, but you said one of your favorite ones is that zombie lake one. And you said, yeah, people say it's the worst movie ever made, but you love it. So yeah. Yeah. Like, like matter of fact that like my friend, Bill Mulligan, um, I think he's the one that told me about that movie, but you know, that him and a lot of other people are like, this is the worst movie ever made. And then like, you saw the trailer. It's some really yeah. bad stuff. Just the lake, the lake. <laughs> painted green. And then the blood is just really red. And then like, it's, you know, when you sit there and then you want to nitpick it apart, you know, you're going to be like, Oh, that, that makeup sucks or this, you know, that's what I love about movies. I sit back and giggle because it's so horrible. Like, you know, to me, that that's one of the best movies ever made because it's so hilarious. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, you know, everybody's got their different opinions on films. Yeah. So, you know, like, like I said, you know, people just need to relax and just, just take, take them for what they are. And maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but you don't have to destroy it. Exactly. Um, find something you can like about it you know like i said you know the people that made zombie lake they thought they were making the best film ever probably when they made it you know that's it wasn't true. exactly it wasn't exactly received that way but you know mm -hmm. it, it's got its own cult status as it were um, yeah. look at the room look at the room look, look what happened with the room like that yeah. guy he was making an oscar like an <laughs> oscar masterpiece and it was again one of the most horrible movies ever made but for people like me, oh God, I loved it. Like yep. the room, the room was fascinating. And uh, if, if you see the Disaster Artist, yes, like, with with um, what was it, James Franco? Uh -huh. Like, yep. and honestly, personally, nothing against James Franco. I don't like him as an actor. I just don't think he's that great of a, a, an actor. But I think he knocked it out of the park playing um, uh, uh what, what what's his name? I can't. Tommy Wiseau. Yes, yes, he played an excellent job of Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like I, I'm a fan of The Room. I love Zombie Lake, so, you know, what does that say about me and my taste in films? <laughs> that you're not a critic that's an asshole. You'll actually yeah. watch them. I just like movies. I like movies. Like, you know, I, I watch Facebook or every day and people are like, oh, you got to check out Midsummer, or oh, you got to check out this and you got to check out this popular stuff on Netflix. And I'm like, eh, you know, and I'll just, you know, mm -hmm. find something that nobody's heard of and watch that. Like, you know, eventually I'll get around to watching all that, you know, mainstream stuff, but I, I'll get around to it when I want to get around to it. Like, yep. I don't know. I'm just kind of, kind of weird like that. You know, I don't want to follow the, the, the status quo. I want to like go over here and do my thing. And then eventually I'll, you know, check that stuff out. Mm -hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's cool, you know, to be able to see movies that are kind of more underground, you know, because yeah. they don't have a huge audience. And so it's awesome. Then, then you can watch them and then you can recommend them. And then, you know, people like me, I'll pull it up like that zombie lake. I'm going to watch it now because you mentioned it. I'd yeah. never heard of it. Yeah. And you know, you know, like, I mean, there, there's people out there that, know more films than me and have seen more films than me and, and, you know, are constantly turning me on to new films. And mm -hmm. so there's stuff out there that I haven't heard of and, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, so, you know, it's glad that, you know, even in my little bit of knowledge that I can pass them on to you and be like, Oh, you, you haven't seen this, you know, go, go check this out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like to me, that, that, that was a great fun film. Like, you know, <laughs> just, it's so hilariously bad, but, mm -hmm. but, you know, I've always loved, the indie stuff, you know, mm -hmm. because I mean, like, you know, when you boil it down, like, I mean, 
you can have the backing of a studio and you know that that's all fine and great and everybody wishes they could have that but you can't yeah and you know me like anytime you watch an indie film of no matter how big or small or great or or bad it is it's like it was some people out there putting out some love you know Mm -hmm. like this is what i want to do this is what i love doing and you know here's my product you know, now it's as up to us as the viewer on how we view it, you know, whether we like it or, we, or whether we don't. But, you know, like I said, a good, bad or indifferent. It, it was a whole bunch of people coming together for the love of filmmaking and, and trying to do the best that they could. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, yeah, everybody's going to see the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. But, you know, how many people are going to go out and watch Zombie Lake? Yeah. You know, I, I'd rather give a view to Zombie Lake. Yeah. You know. Definitely. So not that, not that Guardians of the Galaxy and the rest of them aren't that great, you know, but like I said, I'll get, I'll get around to those later when I want to, but you know, I want to mm-hmm. find some, some hidden gems Something out there. Different. Yeah. And, and every once in a while, like it takes a good friend to turn me on to one of those hidden gems. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, every once in a while, a friend's got to turn me on to one of those, but you know, like I said, they said it was the worst film. I say it's the best film. Yeah. Yep. Everybody has their, their own opinions. And it's awesome yeah. that you're not all judgy. Like a lot of them are. And yeah. so I'm like you, I'll watch them too, just because I want to see them. Yeah. Um, Tubi TV has a lot of uh, films that I've never heard of too. Tons, yeah, well, tons two, of horror. Tubi TV also has both bloody ballet and bombshell bloodbath on it. Mm-hmm. So if uh, I don't know what platforms you saw them, but uh, they are both on there. You know, in case uh, any of your fans haven't haven't seen it, um, check out Bombshell Bloodbath and Bloody Ballet. Yeah, uh, they're both on Tubi TV and on uh, Amazon Prime right now. Yep. So the first time I saw um, Bloody Ballet, I saw it on Amazon Prime, and then oh. recapping today, I watched it on Tubi, and then I found Bombshell Bloodbath. I was like, holy shit, cool! I can watch them both. So I watched yeah. them both like back to back today, just to kind of refresh my memory. <laughs> oh yeah, excellent. And, and you know, I'm I'm glad that. Oh, excuse me. I'm glad that they're both out there and on such a popular platform. Like I mm-hmm. love Tubi. Like I found Tubi a couple of years ago and Tubi has a bunch of those, you know, kind of uh, underground cult classic kind of films, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of the mainstream real popular stuff. Um, yeah. but, you know, I, I've, I've learned a bunch of, a, a bunch of, you know, films that I've never seen before just by cruising through there looking for something to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think if I found, so Brett wanted me to watch, um, the beyond. Yes. And I can't remember if I found that on Tubi. <sighs> I don't know if it was on. Oh, I think it wasn't. I think there was a different loose Lucio. What's his name? Lucio. Yeah. So Tubi had one of the films, but not the beyond. Okay, yeah, um, Beyond is one of his more popular, so I don't think it would be on that platform. But yeah, like, like me and Brett recently went and saw um, the Beyond in Atlanta with um, Fabio Fritzi doing the the soundtrack live while we watched the movie. Whoa, that's cool! Uh, and, and like, unbeknownst to Brett, I had never seen the Beyond before. <laughs> so like it was a it was a great experience for me um you know brett brett was you know forever influenced by fabio fritzi and you know his music and soundtrack as well as mm-hmm. goblin you know fulci and all those directors yeah um but yeah like the it, italian the italian yeah. a lot yeah 
Yeah, and, and you can see the influence in in Brett's films. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, that was that that was a that was a very fun. Um, and matter of fact, I think it was uh yeah it was on that trip home from Atlanta was when um it was that night that he did the podcast with you. Oh okay. Yeah, so we had just come from that trip. We had just come home from that trip that night that he did the podcast with you. Oh wow. Okay, so now okay, so I know what you're talking about then. Yeah, so like a little little timeline of of where okay. everything. <laughs> Timeline of events, uh, recent events anyways. Yeah, that was, um, that was right before Christmas. That was right before yes. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Well, that'd be cool for your first experience too, if you hadn't seen it. Yeah. I wouldn't have the composer. That's awesome. Yeah, and Brett and I, we were lucky. Um, I kind of managed to get us, um, so Goblin, the band Goblin came mm -hmm. to Bird Theater in Richmond and did the live score to the movie Deep Red. And so um, since Goblin and Deep Red kind of influenced Brett on Bloody Ballet, um, I ended up getting us, you know, tickets to go see um, Deep Red in Richmond where we filmed Bloody Ballet. And, and I sat there, I was dressed as the killer in the audience the whole time. Oh, uh, cool. Pretty badass, pretty badass feeling. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and and then obviously meeting Goblin, uh, you know, the band afterwards, and uh, mm -hmm. it actually played a couple nights before in, here in Raleigh, and so and I, that, that that's where um, I ended up talking to him that night, and I was like, oh yeah, you're gonna be in Richmond. I was like, I'm gonna come to that show because you know we filmed this movie there. So like I'd already met him once, and then the second time when I met Goblin, I was in costume, so they got a kick out of that. That's badass. That's cool. Do you have pictures of that? Yeah, I got a few pictures on my Facebook of. Uh, All right, I have to look. So <laughs> That's fun. so cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, let everybody know where to find you. Um, your social media pages. Um, your movie, which you know the movies Amazon and Voodoo, but just any of that, any of where to find you and your projects. Uh, let everybody know how to do that. Yeah, no problem. Um, I've got a website, um, www.lonchaney.com. Um, it's a play on the words of Lon Chaney, um, Man of a Thousand Faces. So um, I've got, you know, links to all the trailers and stuff, music videos that I've done on my website, a um, couple photo galleries. Um, you can go there and check it out. Um, also on social media, um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, even the Slasher app. Um, which is a really fun app if you haven't joined that like that's pretty cool um, it's just it's kind of like Facebook just for horror fans but um, I'm Lon Shaney everywhere um, on all the different social media so just you know seek me out um, like I said it's my website it's my Instagram Twitter I don't use Twitter a whole lot um, hard <laughs> yeah yeah I don't get it I don't get it um, I don't either <laughs> And for some odd reason, it like, you know how you got to pair it with your Instagram account or whatever. So you can, you know, yeah. somehow it got un disconnected or whatever. And I just haven't gone back to reconnect it. So, uh, but yeah, I, I rarely do anything on Twitter, but you know, you know, everybody can find there, Twitter, Instagram, Slasher, you know, my website, lonshaney.com. So, you know, check me out. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. This is really fun. And I was super excited to get you on. Um, I know we like have having to reschedule and it's like, I'm, I'm just so glad we finally got to do it.
Yes. And Rhiannon, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast and a pleasure. And uh, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till this is released to, to the public. Yeah, um, me it's either. Been, I will, it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And in case you haven't noticed, I didn't stop smiling the whole time. Oh, me either. I know. I'm like all blushing. <laughs> it was super, super, super fun. So I'll definitely, I definitely want to do it again. Um, especially yes. like when you kind of get um, uh, Frightening Babes. When you start, yes. we'll have to talk about that and kill giggles and. Yeah, definitely. So um, maybe we could talk again about May or June or something. Um, uh, either maybe right before uh, we do Killer Babes or right after. Yeah. I think if I remember correctly, I think Jason wants to do the, the release of um, the world premiere of Kill Giggles sometime at the end of May. Oh, okay. So, you know, uh, may, maybe we could do something around then, um, you know, um, having just filmed Killer Babes, Kill Giggles just came out. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll get oh, something yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. That'll be great. Um, so oh, I yeah. real quick want to thank... Um, crazy ink publishing so i don't know um if everybody knows that i am an author as well so i yeah. have thank you so yes, i have I can't some of your books so broken halo is my first one and then broken halo blood curse just released so that's the second one in the sequel i will have a third one coming out in january i'm not sure the date yet though um, but both of those are on amazon so i want to thank crazy ink publishing for publishing my books and taking me on um, Matthew Price Thompson with MPT Graphics for doing my graphic art for the show. Um, Chris Atella for doing my, some of my intro and outro music. Also some of the promo sounds that I'll be releasing with little promos here and there. I haven't done all of it yet, but I'll, I'll get stuff uploaded as the show kind of goes on. Um, I want to thank Johnny Daggers for music, logo, art, and my intro as well. Um, my Indie Productions for having me as a featured artist and also getting me connected to a lot of other artists and actors and directors. And it's just a really cool page and community. And they're just, they're really cool guys. I think that's how I met um, Jason as well. Okay. Yeah. I've been meaning to join uh, my Indie uh my indie artist page, but, um, I just, I've been, my biggest thing is like, I hate writing bios. So like, yeah, that, that's the only thing I haven't done yet, but yes, that is a great community. I love everybody in there. And it's, it's funny how like a lot of the people that you see are, are North Carolina filmmakers. Jason's in there. Brett's in there. Like yeah. my, my slow, lazy ass needs to get in there. You need to get in there. Yeah. They're so good with promoting. And that's actually how I, um, met Brett as well. Was okay. Them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. ID production a great great community yes so you got to get in there because they're awesome yes. um i also want to thank uh well also a page to check out as well he's a fellow podcaster i used to co-host with him um horror with sir sturdy so he's on facebook um i don't think he's on instagram but he's facebook twitter i think he's starting youtube he's on podbean itunes spotify all that so he does he's a horror podcaster which okay. right before I filmed with you, I was on his show. So Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So well, he's super cool. Look forward to checking out the show. Yeah, definitely. You'll you'll like it. He's got some cool stuff on there too. Oh, sure. Um, and I wanna give a thanks to my friend Bud Vino for always being just always being there to help me with kind of knowing what to do next with shows and keeping me upbeat and just just being there. He's a great guy. He has a, um, it's called custody lives matter. So he's 
um, I don't know quite if it's, it's, I don't think it's just podcasting. I believe, you know, they have um, Facebook pages, YouTube videos, and he's just been in the whole radio business for such a long time. So he's involved with so many things. All right. Yeah. So he's a good one to check out too. And then just, you know, all of my friends, family, followers, just everybody that supports me. I thank everybody. And again, I thank you so, so, so much for coming on. I can't wait to do it again. Thank you so much, Rhiannon. And I, uh, I can't wait to come on and do it again as well. Yay. Thank you. All right. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Good night. All right, good night.